0: Hang on one sec. All right, you ready? One, two. Hey, everybody, welcome back to the Fans in Motion podcast, the only podcast you didn't know you needed. I'm looking at my boys, Josh and Brent, and I say to them both, guess who just got back today, them wild-eyed boys that have been away? Haven't changed, had much to say, but, man, I still think them cats are crazy.
1: Say hello, Josh. Yeah, it's uh, not my name.
0: Say hello. Is that Duke? Sirloin.
1: It's yes, uh, Turd Ferguson. That's uh, that's that's my name. Yeah, We're man. back. You get a hat uh, like that. The hats. The hats, you Wear a hat
2: like that. You get a free bowl of soup with it. it looks good hats, on you though. It's,
1: it's bigger than you know most hats. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Looks like the water buffalo hat. Yeah. It from this angle, it does.
1: I'll take a uh, eight tit for two hundred.
0: The the penis, my dear.
1: <laughs> the sound a dog makes oh rough just the way your mother likes it trebek <clears throat> all right no whatever go nope. yeah yeah we have had that hat sitting here for a while just to use it.
0: waiting been waiting a long time well here we are we're all back right. brett what's going on buddy it's been a while we haven't seen each other haven't talked to each other haven't been around been busy doing other podcasts and stuff and it's been josh nice. has been traveling you've been doing what
2: it's been nice i'm picking my nose fair enough getting older is what i've been getting I
0: understand that too, cool.
1: but no, it's I know so it's great been a while. It's been a while. It's been a while.
2: I know. And I, and I was so excited when you announced the time, I'm like, Oh God, I, I'm, you know, I'm going to get there and, um, it feels good. It feels real good. Yeah. yeah. Kiss tomorrow night. So we're all going to be Cincinnati tomorrow night together. That's going to be awesome.
1: Yeah. It's just like, it's going to be, it's going to be too much too soon. And, uh, you know, two na- two days in a row seeing, talking yeah. to you guys. Um, are you
2: staying the night or are you going back home, Josh?
1: I'm gonna go back home. I got I got a fleet of people with me, so okay. um that need to be back. So, you know, a Red Bull, you know, some Yayo, we'll be all right.
0: I'm driving yeah. back to Nashville after the show, so mm.
2: I'm just driving back a half hour to my house.
0: I'll probably be on the phone <laughs> to Josh, trying to keep him awake while he keeps me awake. <laughs> Talking about there. how great the Kiss show was.
1: There we go. What'd you uh, What'd you get in the mail today, there, uh, Sunshine? Oh,
0: hold on. I got uh, this. Is going to be tricky because my background, but I did get yeah, this. Turn little... your back. Turn your background off.
1: Yeah, well, look at that. It looks perfect. Oh. Looks perfect.
0: I was I did not expect this. I've seen on the page other people are having struggles or not getting it when they were thought they were going to get it. But um this thing is glorious, man. This is beautiful. Uh I I will say I won't talk too much about it because
1: um we're going we'll to do people... that... we're going to well, first of all, yeah, we're going to let people you know watch it for themselves, but we are going to have a big episode on yeah, all of this.
0: But I'll say this it's glorious it is i i got the blu-ray it is stunningly beautiful to watch and I, I i watched probably well i got up to uh sentimental street so i got five <laughs> so, songs in
2: so all the naysayers on i'm not buying the blu-ray i'm just going to keep the dvd what would you say to them
0: well, I no, I haven't seen the D V D to compare. What I'm saying is is the, the production of it. Because remember, we had talked a while back about how the sound quality we were concerned about it. Because when we were there live, the sound wasn't that great. And Josh had told us, just wait. It's they had mics everywhere. And man, it is it's fantastic. Yeah. It is glorious <laughs> to listen to. Uh but yeah, as far as the D V D Brent, I, I I don't have any well, the, knowledge the cor- on that. The but-
2: correct answer would have been to say. Get the Blu-ray, folks, because, again, I, I beat this in the, the heads of all you people. Once this Blu-ray is sold out, meaning out of the warehouse, it's gone. They're not going to press it again. It's out of print. They do one pressing, and it's done. Yeah. So that's why when you look up 35 years of a night in Chicago, you see it for $125 on eBay because it's done.
1: Yeah, I mean, so. I think, too, it all depends on what you're – you know listen if you're if you're the type of person that you know likes to have the 65 inch tv and the high quality dvd blu-ray player then yeah you know but if you know hey i'm I'm never home i i got a right 30 watch it on your computer big deal eight inch you know whatever um and then you know it's just like those you know the rock candy remasters where people, well, I don't hear a difference. Well, you know what? You're oh fucking God. playing. You're playing it on your, you know, your Sony. If your speakers are attached to the player, you know, yeah, you're not going to fucking hear a difference. Josh, so uh,
2: you said in a post after I'd already heard it. I've heard things I never heard before. When I heard rumors in the air, I heard a little guitar thing going on in the background. I had never heard that in my life.
1: I tell it people was if, you, if you sit there and you try, you know, just sit in front of the. The, you know, anyways, I guess we're talking about the 40th anniversary yeah. <laughs> or not the the uh, the uh, rock candy remasters of Dawn Patrol and Midnight Madness. um, And. If you sit there and try to listen, like, you know, you're 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 probably going to hear stuff that you never heard before, but maybe that was there because you're sitting there. So what I've done is I just put it on and while I'm doing stuff around the house, you kind of forget about it. But then all of a sudden, you know, you'll hear something like, whoa, I've never heard that before. And you shouldn't get that when you're listening to a record that you've listened to for 40 years. Right. Right. And there's a few of them. I don't want to go too much into it because I want to do an episode on it. But I can tell you, like, the, uh, let's say that the beginning of um, You Can Still Rock in America. Dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun. Dun 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 dun. dun. That you know where they do that. Dun. You always hear like just the bass or maybe the guitar, right, on top of each other. For the first time, I heard Jack's bass slide. Mm -hmm. You know, just dun. You know. Yeah. And I was like, all right, you know, that's you know really standing out. And if you want to really hear Jack's bass playing, which is always (laughs) buried in most of the, the mixes you're going to be happy the drums are they sound great and even fits parts there's a couple right. parts where <clears throat> i'm hearing you know something Fitz is doing i'm like whoa i don't think i've heard that you know quite that way and um so like i said we'll do an episode on that but uh you know definitely go and the booklet was good uh a lot of interesting stuff in there. If you're listening and listening to the podcast, you probably knew it all because, you know, because um, we're know, the, we're, we're number the ex- one. experts. So, um.
0: well, anyway, uh, again, not going too deep into it, but it, it is, it sounds fantastic. And I do have the Blu-ray and it looks awesome on my 70 uh, inch TV. And <laughs> I, I, I actually had to stop at the come record because you guys had set the record time. And I'm like, son of a, I'm, watching something and and then i looked at my watch and realized that you guys were waiting on me i'm like shit
1: well <laughs> but I I, could...
0: I I will say i was on the phone to england i was talking to greenaway because he was like hey am i in it and uh there's i see i saw josh i seen um janice i've seen robin uh i saw orion and i saw mark i did not see me or brent How about but there's still time i'm only five songs in
1: How about brad gillis
0: i saw the master himself brad gillis you know, um, I know we're not going too deep in, it, but I like the interviews in the beginning. Very cool. Yep. Uh, it's that cool.
1: was that was like this because remember I saw like the first I saw like the first edit of it right, and <clears throat> and then I saw the second edit which was even better. That's yep. when I was like, listen, you guys are going to enjoy this. But yep. I don't know that I I've whoever's you know remembers um, like the interviews at the very beginning were very cool like i get i did get to watch some of those like yeah where i think like brad's up on the balcony or something like that yeah Uh, you know something that's been a while but it's uh, just
0: it's 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 for the fans it's fantastic
1: yeah Yeah, it was uh it was really cool so um the album we're recording this wednesday this will be released thursday the album is officially released on friday so um You know, so there you go. It's going to be out. I don't really know (laughs) how many different versions there are going to be. As far as I know, you have this standard CD DVD package. um, And you have the black vinyl edition. And as far as I know, that red vinyl Was limited to so many copies and it was all sold on Talk Shop Live. Really? Yep. So there. And sold out, didn't it? Yep. So, as to the knowledge I have, there are no more red copies. Like I figured, well, you know, there'll be red copies available, just not autographed, right? No. So, I have no idea about the brad gillis you know the bubba you know red and black strat i don't you know there's that artwork with it the only thing i think maybe i've kind of seen is maybe the japanese cd may have that but all it was is where you could order the japanese cd and it showed that picture mm-hmm. and it, you know so who know? i mean they could just put that you know picture up just because it's out there because they they don't know what you know, the actual cover is um because some of the other Japanese sites didn't have that. So they kind of contradict each other. So I don't know if that's going to be a version out there or not. Um, so, yeah. So it looks like you're going to have the standard. Um, Les you know, Paul. Black vinyl, Les Paul and on CD and on vinyl. Now, one thing I did notice is... I ordered the vinyl and then I ordered another copy. And for some reason, one's coming from Amazon's coming on Monday, one's coming on Friday. And if you look at it, um one has more stars than the other on the cover. Um, I don't know how well you guys can see this, but do you see the stars above the logo? Yeah, yeah.
0: All right. Because here's the mine.
1: And you see this one. Yeah.
0: It looks very vague in the star department. I
1: would say that one matches that one.
0: Yours, that was other one was really a lot.
2: So where where are they from? Where are those two from?
1: So this is Amazon, all right? But if I clicked on this to go to that, it's the vinyl. And when you get to that page, it no longer shows that picture. That picture is only in my order section.
2: Okay, well, I'm going to my order section now. Which (laughs) mine vinyl, even though it's been pre-ordered forever, I got an update that it won't be delivered till December.
0: Yeah, I don't know. When Brent sent me that, I was like, December? Where the hell is it coming from?
2: My others are supposed to be here Monday. My Blu-ray and CD DVD.
0: I don't know how. I mean, Josh, do you know why? I ordered mine direct from Frontiers. Maybe that is that why
1: mine came I know else's? I know people listen, I've ordered I ordered one copy each from Frontiers. And I know people have gotten theirs. I know people in Europe have already gotten theirs. Mm-hmm. Um, you've gotten your Blu-ray. I ordered a Blu-ray C D Cha- uh, chapin
0: didn't get his. He's I
1: have I I haven't even got a shipping notice. Now I don't know if they've sent out shipping notices or not, email wise, but um Frontiers did to me. So see, I haven't got gotten anything. Now I pre-ordered Did you click at the end pay? (laughs) I got a (laughs) I mean I got you know the receipt, you know, from so you did pay for it. I can't see shit there.
2: Yeah. I got all the stars too on on my order. That's all we need.
1: I it it just may be the artwork, right? I don't think it's yeah, I don't well, think it's, I don't
2: see stars. I mean, it's the same as this picture. I just don't I, have the logo on
1: it. I don't think like that's going to be their variant. You know, what do we make different? Right. The fucking
0: that, stars, man. Yeah. No one would pay attention to that <laughs> yeah. except for Josh and Brian. Yeah.
1: Well, when it's a picture that small, you know, when I'm looking at the orders, yeah, and those stars are then all together in the picture. Yeah. It's like, why is there so much white above the logo? And yeah, you know. I know yeah so yeah i got you the only thing i like what the fuck you know uh and like when i'm showing you this picture i'm actually increasing it so here's just what it looks like you know from there you don't see a difference now if you're just sitting there with it you know you're like wait a second what's all these white dots above the one you know it looks like one cover has like lice um (laughs) but uh so
2: josh my cd and my pre-order is like the like the album it's got all the stars on it. I
1: don't know. Yeah. Um, it's amazing. But, I mean, it's but the Blu ray does it. The Blu ray doesn't. Hey, what'd you guys do? We talked about there's fucking stars on some of the CD covers That's... and there's stars not on the no. other ones.
0: And the girl's like, wait a minute. Hold on. I'm getting yeah. turned nobody, on. Keep talking. <laughs> nobody else is talking about yeah,
1: it. Yeah, my fucking nips just got hard.
2: Do we know of any other colors? Is nightranger.com going to have an exclusive? Do we no, know?
1: Nope,
2: nope. So red and black's it
1: black is it and you know maybe a thousand units of red that went all to talk shop
0: that's nice good good for those that got it I did not order one of those so.
1: what
2: I will say for the people who need it on talk shop they're shipping later um, I was on this morning and they were available again and it was in five minutes later they were gone so as credit cards get processed don't get processed you know what I mean people people might even go ahead and order it off Amazon if they can get it off Amazon or somewhere else because it's not going to ship that quickly and they might cancel their order not knowing not <laughs> listening to the wise of wise knowledge that Josh um, has brought to us so I didn't if, know and so I've got one that's great
1: for those that don't know there's online site talk shop live it's all right. I like the concept behind it. I don't think their website's too friendly. Um, but uh, anyways, they had an interview with Jack Tuesday night um, where he talked about um, you know the whole orchestra experience, um, had some really good words for Eric Levy, basically said Eric Levy was the bridge between Night Ranger and uh, um, the orchestra. Eric Levy, keyboard player for Night Ranger, you know, uh friend, friend of the page. Of the uh, friend of the show. So um, there you go. Uh, yeah. So uh, Eric Levy, who joined the fans in motion uh, group after the orchestra performance at the, uh, at the oh uh, Blue God. Oyster. Yeah. Um,
2: Le- leaking Lizard. Yeah.
0: So, that was huh. a night still talked about mm-hmm. yeah. by those that remember it. Hey, and then some
2: I, I saw a picture on the page today with of that night.
0: I I you know I'm looking forward to it by getting their DVDs and seeing the 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 posts start pouring in. I can't wait.
1: Yeah. Um so there you go. Like I said we'll dig more into the uh record and everything once everybody's got it and can experience and um like I said we may get old uh Night Ranger tour manager Ed Rapepe on the podcast and um let him share some of his experiences um with everything because you know it's not really mentioned a lot with on the commercial aspect of it but that was that orchestra show was the second annual Danny Repepi memorial show and really all this was spearheaded by Night Ranger Tour manager Ed Repepi. So um uh, the forgotten man in um all of this. So, if you are out there listening, and this is on a Thursday, if you get in your car and do not do the speed limit and you fucking pedal to the metal, you can go see them in Cedar Rapids, Iowa, which is just phenomenal this time of year, or any time of year, really. Um, And tickets are half off. 50% 50% off if you use the code N-R-C-R, Night Ranger Cedar Rapids. So there you go. Um, also playing Kansas City, Missouri, and uh, um, Arkansas. They finally got an Arkansas day. There's, yeah. That was one state, like, I, there's a, like a list of states in my head, like, Night Rangers never played while I've been associated with them, and you know, it's like, Ooh, an Arkansas day. That's one to check off. You know, it's like, you know, the deep South States, you know, you're not going to get Mississippi, Alabama, you know, yeah. Maine will be interesting <laughs> for some reason they've hit North Dakota, you know, a, a yeah. lot. but uh, you know, the Idaho's they've got the Montana's. Um, Yeah. It's just, they got a Louisiana show coming up. So that'll be knocked out really. uh, Yeah. I just think you gotta just come on to Alabama and Mississippi, you know, it's uh get night ranger first literacy second um the <laughs> i night thought Ra-
0: about going over to that little rock show because it's it's close enough mm-hmm. but uh I, I got another show I'm, I'm thinking about
1: going to so uh night rangers is making up the last of the shows that they had to cancel in march when jack had his heart issues so 25th twenty sixth, 27th are the makeup shows anaheim california ivans utah and state line (coughs) nevada um november 4th is that louisiana show um and a couple dates in washington tacoma ferndale 17th and 18th of november a date in georgia everybody is always atlanta atlanta well sorry you got evans georgia um december 1st st augustine florida with brett michaels uh old andrew parker might be at that one yeah working Um,
0: on that one right now
1: and then uh you got a minnesota date in a uh, sioux falls um in the middle of december and then you get into 2024 man already 2024 yeah We, we are going to be taking dirt naps soon um effingham illinois wisconsin Dells. there's a show in rancho mirage california february 2nd the uh vegas shows with Stephen Piercy, the 15th and 16th you guys going to that i keep thinking about going uh, i need to just when, the- when is it uh february 16th and 15th and 16th at the Strat. i I'd,
0: I'd like to make one of those i'm gonna have to talk to my uh
1: <clears throat> my better
0: half and see if we can work that out a weekend getaway
1: yeah there you romantic
0: go romantic valentine's day vegas yeah elvis wedding chapel gate thank you very much yeah they gonna, kiss the bride and do other things to her
1: go out the back door of the strat walk about 100 yards and you'll be right there at the uh, pawn stars pawn shop oh really uh, yeah, it's right behind the strat you if you go out if you look at, watch the episode and you like when they're outside looking at cars sometimes you'll you'll see the stratosphere when they pan around and stuff so yeah it's like i said just i was out there Like when the show just started, like maybe five, six, seven episodes in, and we were taking a cab and went right past the Strat and then out of the corner of my eye, I'm like, I think that's that show, you know, that pawn shop that's on that new show. and Yeah. Because me and my buddy, both history buffs, we're like you know that we could have done that and i was like no we would have just bought everything from people and never sold it and they kept it yeah like that's fucking cool as fuck i got a a guitar signed by (laughs) love you know like we'd be in business for a month um there's a tiffin ohio date april 13th a lot of people don't know about it's uh it's actually close to selling out so get on it folks um and there's some like rock October fest like whatever yeah, Rock Island Fest in January yeah. and you know shit like that. But uh then the makeup date for Jackson, Michigan, which was canceled, which was not you know, was not wise It was, you know, circumstances with promoter or the venue or something like that. That's the rescheduled date of May twenty fifth. Um, which will lead us into um, you know, we haven't done an episode in a while, so that Jacks that show on what friday in jackson was canceled the night ranger had a private show on saturday well i was supposed to have my kiddo that weekend so i wasn't planning on going to the shows well it turns out his mom was sick the weekend prior that she was supposed to have him so i took him one night and then the next day she was still sick like i'll just keep him again and you know, the next day, as she, you know, she's still sick. She's like, at this point, why do not we just switch weekends? I'm like, all right. So day or so later, texted Ed like, hey, I'm actually free next week. Can you need help? in Jackson, he's like, actually, I do. So I went up and drove up like Thursday night, right? Yeah, Brad came in early, so just drove from a from Columbus and drove straight, straight up to Detroit and picked up Brad and bullshit with him till we got to. The hotel the next day i spent some time picking you know i picked up kelly you know a couple of the crew guys and um in the morning of the show i had lunch with ed at a little family restaurant and the next morning me and jack went did some antique shopping and um and so what it was is there's a company in jackson michigan called bailey's bailey excavating and they're celebrating fifty years, and so they put on one of their properties, which is a huge property. They put on two nights for all their employees and people of the community come out, and they had monster trucks there. They had a whole area full of like stuff for kids to do, bounce houses and stuff like that. They had fishing. There's a big pond there, and it was you know property of the owner, but you know they had this huge property. You know, every property in Michigan out in the country is huge um and um they had a a stage just like you would see at any you know outdoor rock festival and Mm -hmm. the night before little texas was there you know big 90s oh nice and then night ranger was there um there's the bailey's excavating so i didn't know what you know i was you know i didn't know what to expect but uh anyways it was very cool um they had an air show that same weekend so some of people have seen the pictures i think of maybe jack and brad they took a ride in the, the huey helicopter and you know so the three of us went over there and you know and with john bailey and the rest of the group and you know they were like you know are you going on i'm like i i did my helicopter rides in iraq i'm done i ain't doing that shit so i just filmed them taking off um We got some great pictures in front of some vintage World War II planes, which I don't know is out there yet. I know we, you know, Jack, you know, we posted some. I don't know if it was from the plane or from that Civil War reenactments. So I know, you know, Jack posted some of those. And um, but. uh, um, What
2: about the Trans Am?
1: Yeah, so (laughs) there's a Trans Am in John's garage.
2: Oh, it's just like, had it?
1: yeah, so it's just I,
2: I was on the phone it, with Josh. and He's telling me about this car.
1: So, yeah, so John John's father started the business and then John had it forever. Now his two sons run the business. I think that's how it goes, you know, and uh, so, you know, they got this nice garage and there's, you know, smoking the bandit Trans Am 1978, right? Maybe 1979 in there. 29 miles that's it it's still got like the paperwork on the windshield yeah yeah um it's still got everything like it would come like if you were on the lot they basically have driven it from the lot to that garage do you recall
0: josh the price of it uh, i i got i got
1: a picture of it nine thousand bucks oh yeah uh, that's everything because it breaks it down, 8,000 yeah. and then these options, so much, and then the tax. It's all there. I took a picture of. It. Um, yeah. Still has like the new car smell. And you know <laughs> what what I think happened kind of like hearing some of the story out of the corner, you know, you know, side of my, you know, ear and everything was uh I think they had to spend s- some money on something, right? Back in nineteen seventy eight, tax wise, right? Yeah. Maybe something like that. I could be wrong. I don't know but it makes sense. We got to spend money on something. So they bought four of them. Right. Company cars? And, (laughs) you know, over the years they sold, you know, probably sold or drove and that's the one that's still there. So yes, it was a very, that thing's probably worth a fortune. I would, you know, probably, you know, quarter of a million, probably at least. Yeah.
0: Probably just because I mean, the low mileage (laughs) has never been driven.
1: It's a high demand car. You know, it's an American car. It's a it's, badass
0: car. It's, it's an iconic it's, car.
1: Correct. It's the Smokey and the Bandit car. Twenty nine miles. Yeah, you know, it's like. I mean, that's amazing. You know, you're never. You know, there's. It's not like you you're restoring it or anything like that. You there are very very. I could probably count. You probably could count on someone's hand how many dealership quality, you know, seventy nine Trans Ams are. Right. Um, but um what was interesting too is so this is the garage and it's in a nice garage there's an upper level to the garage and they've got like a little it's not little but it's it's got like you know like a a bar hangout area right it's real nice it's got a pool table a bar tvs a bathroom anyways that's what night ranger used the dressing room so i was up there and you know the family was into you know racing and stuff so there's a lot of racing you know memorabilia up now i was really into nascar right before it really took off um i got into it right before it really took off and then when it was taking off so like 88 to then it started really taking off in the early 90s uh you know so i was into like 88 to maybe like 95 so i know all the old well not too old but you know those drivers from 30 some years ago and um, looking at all, you know, oh shit! I haven't seen this. You know, this drive Ricky Rudd, forever. Paul. And there's just by himself by itself, in the middle, middle of all this, was a picture of a driver named J.D. McDuffie. And J.D. McDuffie was one of the last independents when it comes to racing. At that time, you know, you had Junior Johnson racing, and you had a couple cars, and you had all these, you know, the wood br- you know, all these yeah. groups. And Junior Johnson or uh, J.D. McDuffie was like the last guy I own the car and I drive it type deal, right? Never had much money like, you know, Richard Childress for giving tires, you know, who owned Dale Hart's car. You know, you know, we'll give you, you know, here you go. Give you some tires. He yeah. was, you know, old timer on the uh, circuit. And I remember I was watching the race one Sunday. It was at Watkins Glen, which is an outdoor course. So it's not like the Oval. It's, you know, fun to watch because it's, you know, going everywhere, right? And there was a wreck in one of the corners or whatever. And there's a car, you know, hits the, hits the barricade, goes up in the air. Another car slides underneath it, right? And anyways, that wreck involved J.D. McDuffie. And he died in that wreck. And I just remember being like 12 years old. Like, holy shit. That was the first death I'd seen watching a race. And at time, that was probably one of the first deaths... In racing in a long time now after that you you started getting a lot more you had you know denny hamlin and you had adam petty and you had neil bonnet a lot of these guys were racing these new tracks and they were just way too fast and they were getting killed and eventually obviously you get Dale earnhardt in 2001 um but anyways i see this picture of jd mcduffie i'm like Wow, that's just weird. And I'd seen some pictures of John like in the early 80s where he'd was at some of these tracks. So I you know, I just went up to John when, you know, downstairs and you know, the band's there and everybody's getting pictures. I just mentioned John, like, hey, I was upstairs, did, you know, did you know JD McDuffie? And he just kind of like lit up and he's like, me and I lived with him for two years, you know, and wow. started telling me all these stories. And you know, we go to go upstairs where Night Ranger's dressing room was. And I guess at this time, Night Ranger was still up there because he's like, can we go up there? And I was like, John, you own the building, buddy. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you can do what you want. So we go up there and Van's getting ready. And he's just, he takes me to this whole display that I didn't see of JD McDuffie stuff. And, you know, he's, you know, just surprised that I knew who he was. And, you know, and I'm, you know, I always thought it was just an interesting guy. And now I'm meet, you know, he go, and he points out the window. This property was huge. I only got to go to one side of it. He points to the side I wasn't at. I go, you you know, look out there. If you look out there, you can see Old Blue and a couple of his racing cars. Old Blue was this big old fucking truck he used to haul his one race car around, right? And they'd always show it on the the camera. Here's Old Blue coming in. So it was there. I'm like, holy fucking shit. So um, and they have like this coin, like a lot of times military uses where he you know he gave to me and i had bailey fest and you can see like you know the there's the bomber that they did you know they brought in for you know there's kind of like seven wishes and the civil war stuff that's his car that's that's jd mcduffie's car like i said him and john were best friends and you can see motoring Modern, yeah. yeah. so they tied the night ranger in and uh even his wife kind of came up to me and she's like thank you for bringing up jd she's like (sighs) you know he thinks like the world's forgotten about him and everything else and so me and john still text. you know he'll send me photos of you know back then he finds of him and jd and um i took a lot of pictures of him and his family with night ranger and i sent them and so it was really cool like you know for a private show like they i'm now i'm sure there's private shows that you know aren't like this right right but it was a really cool experience. I'm glad I just I lucked out to go, and um, there was an opening band that was like members from like had played with Rare Earth. Which if you're not if you don't know Rare Earth, they go out and find him. Big Kelly Kagi inspiration, singing drummer Kelly was a big Rare Earth fan. The only rock act on Motown Records um, back in the day. But uh, they open. I'm like walking on the back forty, and I hear Rare Earth. I'm like from what i thought was just a cover band and i'm like what the fuck you know like rare earth and did you just want to celebrate i fucking did man is that Uh, them
0: i I couldn't even pull a song up i was like
1: i don't know um but uh (laughs) but it was a good time and you know the night ranger guys had a really good time it was just so you'll see there's a couple people from that bailey's excavating that are on the page uh phil i think his name is just put us to like a little collage he built with like the drumsticks and oh yeah i yeah, saw that, yeah, I, saw that today. I think like the program or something like that which right there
2: um funny that you mentioned that because i yeah. was going to show that today
1: so that's what that was here you can actually see the property like the map and everything He's got a map to his property jesus um yeah. so uh it was a really good time i i it's you know it it's one of those things that's like yeah yeah, yeah. so there's the drumsticks and the Bailey fest, a couple guitar picks, there's that right there, kind of sitting yeah. like that, so uh it was a really good time. I think I met I'm pretty sure I met Phil, you know, um uh
2: it's I met, a, a biscinet or bis um
1: you know, whatever he wants it to be um, <laughs> uh, whichever one he chooses, he's pronouncing it wrong uh but uh um really cool time like i said it stinks that people had gone to jackson and the show was canceled and you know i'm sure everyone would be like hey go to this private show but it's a private show you know it's they paid for it and yeah you know it's whoever they want to go there but uh really good time so um there you go if you're in jackson and you need something ex- excavate excavated there you go call uh yeah, oh,
0: use those guys because they're motoring
1: they are i uh, got a few things i uh, you know speaking of greenaway oh, he, brought, he brought us gifts when he was at the show and this i think i put on behind me to show and it slipped behind my speaker and when i was going through stuff and cleaning i found it. i don't know if i ever showed this um because he brought you guys stuff Do you even remember what he brought you yeah, you guys don't fuck. He, you guys, he brought you me. Uh, guys are so ungracious.
0: <laughs> he brought me a Seven Wishes uh, VHS uh, cassette of the Seven Wishes tour, which was he, you know, he told me it was all of his prized possession. Uh, he probably told you guys all the same things.
1: So. Yeah, he fucking gave me the same thing. Yeah, <laughs> said it's <says, says laughs> the only one he had. Son of a bitch,
0: and <laughs> damn British.
2: can trust
0: If Brent pulls one out too, I'll make you mother.
2: He's like, I mean, he's like
1: right. it, it was either this or dental work. Yeah. I mean, bastard. You know, and they all choose the VHS, by the way. Yeah. You know what? Fucking Mark sent me a message a couple of days ago. I never got back to him. But yeah, guess... he told
0: me that today. <laughs> he did. That's what I got. He said, he goes, because I said, we're going to record. He goes, he goes, that damn Josh, because I sent him a message. He doesn't even <laughs> respond to me. Well, I was like, I... well, I said, Josh is kind of a dick.
1: <laughs> well, one you know, I, I I get a lot of messages. You know, some popular guy, and two, you always kind of want to respond properly. Now, if it's a short message, hey, I love the podcast or whatever. I'm like, hey, dude, thanks for listening. You know, that's easy. But you know, he sends stuff a little heartfelt. You know, I'm it's never got that nice. S- it's got some paragraphs. You know, a, a for you pi- to read. A, g- a couple <laughs> pictures. You know, I'm like, you know, well, I can't just go thumbs up right (laughs) gotcha so it's like i'll get back i'll get it you know when i'm not working or something right and then just well talk shop live it's been a busy last couple days we had talk shop live and then um luminaire christmas which we're going to be at belterra which is kind of like a theater version of tso night Mm -hmm. ranger sound man is doing that and i said hey i'll help you with the socials this year to help you you know get going and um so they've got a few dates um Belterra is going to be one I think they're um some Wisconsin dates uh uh John from Mannheim Steamroller he's the keyboard player uh what the hell is his first name Lang uh My. from no uh bass, uh Brad Lang from uh Bullet Boys used to be in t he's a bass player um So anyways uh couple shows just went on sale for that so anyways mark you're you're on the radar but um you know anyways here is what i got look at this the japanese
0: hold on they're still glossy um tilt it a little bit no there you go
1: there we go the uh japanese uh i did it for love now, I do have this, but I don't have one from Mark. Um,
0: so that went from Japan to England to Ohio.
1: And then to the thrift store.
0: And then off to Pawn yeah. Stars.
1: Now, you can't go wrong with that. And then uh, we got the... Uh, I'd
0: I not say the much maligned I did it for love. Most people do not care for that song off that album. I, I disagree with them. I like it. I love that song.
1: Um, so there you go. I don't like I said. I don't remember if I showed it or not. But if I didn't, if I did, I don't care. There it is again. So thank you, Mark Greenaway, co-host of the third best best. And um, how's that going? By the way, you got a few episodes. Uh, you
0: dropped out. There. I don't know what you said. Yeah, you totally dropped out.
1: I think I hit you the said mic. Third, third uh, best, and. Third best, uh, Jason Bourne podcast out there. You know, stuff. <laughs> um, so you got you and uh, Green, right? You and Greenaway have a uh, podcast out there. How's it going? It's I fun. People are like worried because they're messaging me, right? Yeah. They're yeah. like, "Hey, um, you know, we love fans of motion and everything, but we're we're really dying. Uh, they, you know, get the next episode of um, bonding, bonding." some uh,
0: hot james bond talk
1: yeah and you know timely
0: like, from 1962 you
1: know, 64. i just want to join the episode where we talk about octopusy. you know uh we'll bring you on we can so bring you, can you on yeah just,
2: well he, he he thought it was x-rated that's yeah. why he
0: watched it
1: <laughs> you know like
0: uh <laughs> i thought there was gonna be eight of them yeah. I, I was trying <laughs> to think how can i say that
1: bro? <laughs> <laughs> well you know it's eight fingers Or Octomom. Yes. Uh, 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 So, uh, and
2: and weather today, the weather has been nice. Um, but I'm trying to, you know,
1: show some Night Ranger collectibles. I just pulled that out to where we're talking about the Blu ray and the DVD and the quality and everything. Remember when this was gold? It still is. (sighs) Yeah, dude. But, uh, we're so lucky to have this. Mine still
2: it's all, has the, the original cellophane on it. It's I awesome. Anal, I was anal back then even.
0: Yeah. So, so I still love watching that tour, man. That's so great. And, yeah. and, then, and again, you know, we talk about the elusive uh, we would do anything to see a big life tour, but the, I love watching that Seven Wishes show, man. I, I, <laughs> I have such vivid memories of that, of you, Jack's hand coming out of the, the lamp. And I was like, oh, my. I
2: it, wish whoever it, owns that would release yeah. it it was
1: just so amazing oh i don't know at one time i think the lamp was in jack's barn and that may be gone now (sighs) i can't remember i don't think jack told me that yeah maybe it was one of the rangerettes or something i don't know
0: but uh yeah I've, i've said it before josh and you can you can just run it by i will take time i'll fly myself out if he'll just let me go through his archives and
1: well, I think I don't know if we talked about this before, but when I was trying to uh, when we were trying to narrow down the date of the 40th anniversary of the Dawn Patrol release. Right. Yes. I texted the principals like, OK, do you guys remember the exact day it came out? Like, I'm hoping like, you know, Kelly's like, oh, you know, my aunt Frida's birthday was on the 18th and i remember it came out the next day you know i mean something like that just something yeah you know and listen like i said these guys were rock stars in the 80s
2: that we didn't remember a song from 1996 well and <laughs> that they recorded
1: you, know, you know and jack was surprised when i told him interstate love affair was on seven wishes record and not just the teacher soundtrack but anyways <laughs> really? um oh really you know it's like when i'm sending that text i'm like this is going to be interesting <laughs> So, uh, Jack and I start exchanging stuff, and he's going through stuff. And, um, I can't remember what got me started on the story and where I was going with it. Um, I, remember I know it where you're going with my it. dick. Um, it, uh, he had a box, yes. Yeah, so, but what was I still don't remember, like, why what got me to think of that. So, he had a box. Oh, well, because I want
0: to go through their archives,
1: okay? You, yeah, you yeah. were texting so, okay, with there Jack we go. And, So he's got a box from boardwalk and it's filled with young girl in love singles, (laughs) young girls in love, you know? And, uh, I'm like, no, that's going to be too late. You know, that's the third single. And he's like, oh yeah, there's a date on here, like March of 83. And he sends me a picture of it. And I just told him, I go, listen, when you clean stuff out, you, you don't throw that box away. I go, I, I yeah. guarantee you, there's someone—probably me—that might give you a hundred dollars for that cardboard box. Yeah, it says Boardwalk and everything on. Um, so yeah, it's like, and it's just something like, you know, probably not much thought is given, and it's just. You would there. think
2: you would have a box full of records with a sticker over top.
1: Well, how about this? I it don't know if I. It th- does me. not exist. I'm telling you. I don't know if i've told you guys this one or not if i have or not but he found an acetate record right now acetate are records that are real hastily printed i have one
0: they're proofs Um, right
1: kind of so what you would do back then is okay we're mixing the record let's print it you know make a real quick copy put it on the turntable and see how it sounds
2: and you can only play it a handful of times
1: correct they'll deteriorate yeah so i got one and I don't think there's any different mixes. There are there's only eight songs from Don Patrol on it. They're not in any particular order. They're like, you know, like it could be Sing Me Away, then At Night She Sleeps, Eddie's coming out tonight, you know. But there's nothing that stood out. Like the only song I thought maybe had something different was At Night She Sleeps. But he had one and it had three songs on it, I think written down. And it was from early 82. And I'm like, do you got a turntable there? No. I'm like, Do you like
0: I do? Send it to me. I,
1: I'm like, I'm almost ready to go dry. I'm like, I go for a band that doesn't have a lot of rarities. It's like, you need to take care of that and see what's on there. Um, so, yeah. Um, you know, uh, I may be putting some bananas in your tailpipe so you can go. <laughs> yeah. Hey, man, you and- can fall for the
0: banana <laughs> in my tailpipe.
2: And I can uh, hear it. I can hear him. Like, I could hear Kelly when Kelly said,
1: Oh, nobody cares about that stuff. Oh, yeah. God. Yeah. Well, I it's would... like, it's like the, uh, there was a VH1 show 20 years ago, probably, where like the Hard Rock Cafe sends someone to like their houses to try to get stuff. Yeah. You know, and Brian Johnson's like, Well, you know, he just goes in his closet and he picks out a notebook. He goes, Well, I got some of this. And it's like lyrics to some of the back and black stuff. And, yeah. Other stuff, and I go, well, fuck yeah. Then he kind of starts digging out more, and there's an old pair of shoes. He's like, "What the fuck are these?" And he starts thinking. He's like, "I don't think you know." He's about ready to throw them like in a trash pile. And he's like, "Wait, I think I wore these in a video, maybe for um, you know, for those about to rock. Is that you know, you guys want those?" And they're like, "Yes, we want those." Yeah. And like he's like, you know, going back through a pile that he was just going to get rid of stuff. And they started going through that, like that's where the shoes were and everything. But uh,
2: they're too close to it. That's why.
1: Yeah. I mean, you know, um,
2: but I uh, think like Gene Simmons does.
1: Um, but yeah. So, True. anyways, we are lucky to have that. But it's like I said, interesting now. You know, can you imagine when this came out someday, you know, Blu ray and um, DVD and more DVDs, like already, you know, kind of ancient, right? Like Blu ray or DVDs, Blu rays are really on their way out. You know, yep. they just got a big hit when Best Buy said next year's it. Well,
2: Target's already announced they were yeah. months ago that they were going to trim it down. So, Digital's what the the wave.
1: Yeah. Um, so I got this in the mail the other day. Look at that! I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna.
0: Faces
1: pictures on the wall. God, Faces, Faces magazine from march of 1989 so there's some bon jovi look there's your boys i see our car
0: what a glorious time to be alive man
1: yes celebrating 15 years of history um Def leopard rock city angels vixen house of lords metallica and danzig and if you look
0: mother um,
1: page 47 band in motion oh really so, one of the few years. articles that you can find from the Man in Motion era. It's only really one page. They don't get much. But there you go.
0: That's nice, man. I like that.
1: Um, you get, uh, they're soft rock, they're hard rock. They're two, two, two bands in one they are night ranger the san francisco treat uh yeah so um they talk about sister christian and now with their latest lp man in motion the departure of alan fitzgerald night ranger continues to cruise that fine line between what sells and what yells um
0: <laughs> wow that's some writing
1: maybe it would have been more appropriate to call the album "Band in motion draws guitarist jeff watson our last two albums were a bit soft and now that's changed. The title was originally "Mad Motion. Fellow guitarist Brad Gillis explains of both the album and the title song he co-wrote with lead singer Jack Blades. But Jack kept singing what sounded like man in motion. We decided we liked it and switched over. It feels comfortable. We are in motion back out on the rock thing. I'm uh, doing the rock thing out in the road. Um talks a little bit about the history there. Um Talks about soft songs coming out, you know, and Big Life, mostly known mostly for its um, pop title track. We have no say in the singles release schedule. Size Watson, who along with Gillis, recently starred in two separate guitar instruction startlets. We wanted Man in Motion to be the first one. The record company said no, but we talked to them and they were very reasonable and listened to us and agreed with our logic. And then the record company still said no. He laughs as the as you just can't win the soft ballad i did it for that love debuted instead um gillis suggests that mca's choice is because we haven't been on the scene a while which again is so different back then right like you had an album in 87 still had a top 10 hit in early 86 a new record in 87 a big tour in 87 and then by I haven't been know, on the scene the fall of 89 88 you know we haven't been on the scene um which is a strange way of looking at things since Big Life went gold. Um, but they did not have a big single with it. I think they want to bring us back into people's minds slowly and softly for the first song or two. Talks about Fitz's exit, um, even though there are six keyboardists on the record. As Watson puts it, Fitzgerald left because he didn't want to go on the road anymore. He has two daughters from his current marriage and a third child on the way. He's older than the rest of us. has been touring for 10 years with bands like Montrose and Sammy Hagar before Night Ranger came along. Um, talk about Morgan Fairchild being in the new video. Night Ranger, it seems, is a band of one paradox after another. Their current tour, for instance, hit not only big rock and roll spots like Hawaii and Japan, but also Guam. Guam? somebody's got to play their Watson deadpans and then last we'll make sure to send postcards <laughs> so there you go okay, um think... the band would be broken up a month later yeah so what do you got from fans in motion there Brentry?
2: um well you want to do that now sure well we already did one we did Greg
1: hey John speaking of John Bailey he just sent me t- uh check out this old NASCAR stuff a friend gave me. Um, so here's like their, the pants that they would wear driving.
2: Sure.
1: Um, that's probably like Alan Kowicki who won the, it, the uh, cup and then was tragically killed in the airplane wreck. And then there's J.D. McDuffie and old J.D. McDuffie clock. So cool. uh, anyways just you know speak of the devil um but um uh, what we got there uh Brent tree I see some night ranger records behind you I see the lit clearance section um what else see a couple of kiss records see uh Mark Saint John there. Yeah.
2: It's autographed. The day he died, so I, I I didn't have his autograph. The day he died, I got on KissArmyWarehouse dot com and bought it for twelve bucks, and I got it. And then right after that, they went up to like a hundred dollars. Yeah, <laughs> you know. <laughs> but I, you know, had to have that. Got my Paul Stanley broken guitar from the Asylum tour in Cincinnati. You
1: sell kind of that stuff, that. man
2: got um mary courtney laycock doing her fans yeah pumpkin.
1: the pumpkin she made a pumpkin had like all kinds of pictures on the uh outside of, it of night ranger and you know pictures of you know other fem members from shows and uh had a picture yeah. of me and brent on there i guess to scare away the hooligans yeah <sighs>
2: But yeah, I was correct. She sent that to me this morning in a private message. I'm like, you got to post that on the page. She's like, you think? I'm like, yeah, people will dig that.
1: Yeah, I told. She sent it to me. I was like, don't post it on the page. I was I like, got- that's just more proof out there that I know Brent.
2: We have Brian Bliss posted his party yeah,
1: girl. Yeah, do I still got that around? Yeah, I
2: need it. When I when I saw that in Northern Kentucky when they played. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, I I wanted to take well, one so bad. I
1: tried to swipe one for you guys, and they were numbered.
2: Yeah, yeah. I know.
1: So um, I didn't get one for you guys. Ed gave but, me
2: that look like, don't even think about it.
1: Yeah. <laughs> but I asked him, like, can I get one? You know, at least, like, I, I don't usually care about getting stuff, but they look so good. Like, I was like, can I get one? Yeah. And the one he gave me, what
2: the fuck is it? We'll yeah, didn't Jack sign it twice or something? Yeah. Somebody signed. All right. It
1: twice. So the one, you know, so yeah, they're testing out sharpies. So he gave me the one they tested out. It's got four Jack Blade signatures. On. Yeah. That's cool
0: <laughs>
1: so you can see there in black, gold, yep. gold, yeah. and pencil. All right. No, there's a silver one. There's a silver one kind of underneath the one of the gold ones. So, gotcha. Anyways, yes. Uh, so that yeah. was one thing, and they're numbered. So, if you look, I got whatever 251.
0: That's cool, man.
1: So, yes, I tried to get you guys. Yeah, and I even after the tour, I, I messaged him again, and they were all with the. Yeah. Whoever was shipping them out. So I tried, I tried for you. That's
2: all right. Ed Anderson. He got in the Wayback Machine and got
1: Rubicon. Oh yeah. Rubicon American Dreams, the second record by Rubicon nineteen seventy nine. Um yeah, so two Rubicon records out there you guys need to get. Yeah. The first that, one. That, that's, self-
2: a, that's a great looking copy, too. I mean, you can't mm-hmm. tell on this picture, but
1: now that sticker, if that sticker doesn't come off, get some uh, warm water, soak it, get like a dry cloth, and oh, I thought ro- it was in the shrink wrap. Maybe it is. I don't know. I just know there's maybe not. I've been buying some great records from this antique shop, but the motherfucker puts the price tags oh, it's half price on on the cover, and if you tear it off, it it takes you know the print yeah. with it. And it's like
2: hair dryer, warm hair dryer, warm,
0: yeah, All
1: right. pretty good. Guess who doesn't yeah. have
0: a hair dryer? This is uh, a <laughs> yeah. this is a riveting fucking conversation here. Yeah, uh, so, uh,
2: I'm save. I cool. saved this one for last because this one. I think we were all excited for this person, Rita Garcia, going to her show over the weekend.
0: Yeah, yeah, that, uh, that's awesome. You
2: know, she's been on the page for such a long time.
0: She's a really great contributor to the show, the page,
2: and real happy for her.
1: Yeah. So I so, think her kids got her that those tickets or something. I can't, yeah. you know, I don't, I think, I don't, I don't know if it was on the page or, you know, in a message, but I think, you know, her daughter maybe got, you know, was getting them tickets to a show and, and everything. And I don't know. I can't remember anymore. Yeah. But, and um,
2: she went with her parents and stuff and thought mm-hmm. that was really cool. So, so that's fans emotion. Yeah. I kept it current. I I had stuff from when we were planning other episodes. I'd get my shit ready, <sighs> and then all of a sudden something would happen and we couldn't do it. I I you know, so yeah.
1: So we we may be back. You never know.
2: And yeah. before I wrap this up for me, I had a birthday, and I want to thank you all for taking the time to wish the third favorite pain in the ass whatever you posted.
1: Well, listen, I it was either. <sighs> I mean, I'm pretty sure Robin ranks number one and Lisa's probably number one. So we're like yeah you know we're like three four and five. Um uh, so giving yeah. you number three maybe maybe that was a compliment maybe I was yeah. saying it's it's the girls then Brent
0: it's perspective man
1: you know kind of a girl and then Andrew and I.
2: In any event I get a um bootleg album sent to me from Josh.
1: Look at that turn, which which is really cool. Dude, Gene Simmons has been hunting my ass. But what i was since I got more touched
2: by and I told Josh, you know, he should have applied a hallmark for the card. I receive a napkin <laughs> that says kiss on it. Yeah. And then you open it up and all it says, well with the with the bleed through kiss, you know, is happy birthday, fucker. <laughs>
0: So, spot on. That's spot actually, on Actually, I don't know if
2: it's, it's a paper towel it looks like now that I look at it. Yeah, you're not napkin level yet. No, it's not, <laughs> even, it's not even two-ply. No, it's... This it's, is not even a quicker picker. Up uh,
1: I did make the extra effort to get the cheaper paper towels from the garage. Yeah. Like, I'm not yeah. giving that fucker I two-ply. See that, but, with,
2: yeah, you know. there's a sticker involved somewhere here too, but yeah, yeah. I, 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 I walked upstairs Saturday. Yeah,
1: you got a uh, Fans of Motion sticker.
2: But that, yeah, he, he sent me a fan's emotion card and Christine started laughing. You should
0: have signed it. <laughs> I, I'm, like, I'm like, what a fucking idiot.
1: Um, so, so I uh, thank you. I uh, thank you. Have like that's pressure. on me. And that record you can open. It's not sealed.
0: I did open
2: it and looked at
1: it. Yeah, uh, because he
0: probably resealed it after he got it. Yeah.
2: What I, I didn't like the fact that the um flap was on the side. So I I put it here.
1: Yeah, I can't have that. A... Oh. Yeah, he can't. And he knows it's, it, he noticed it's uh, it didn't go in the clearance section on the bottom right, left right. there. So uh...
2: oh, I, I did that just to make you feel good. <laughs> camera's off, yeah. It, it goes behind where Mark Greenway's package was. You're gonna
1: tomorrow, it's gonna be a big lawsuit from Kiss and oh, Company.
2: I saw that today. Yeah. I was You're... sitting in the dentist office and I was, I was like, oh, Gooch is going down.
1: Yeah. So, uh, all right, uh, Andrew, I guess, take us out there, brother.
0: Uh, God, I forgot how we end these things. That's been a while. Um, uh, I know okay. how to end my uh, my other shows. I don't remember how to well, end do this
1: do one. do that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Tune in next week for another adventure of Mark and I watching a James Bond movie.
1: Talking oh, about how, how about That's Bond is, join us next week. So we can we tell you George Lansaby is the best Bond ever?
0: We're going to do a, a deep dive on uh, George Lazenby. to be honest with you um but yeah check us out if you're still you like us if you still enjoy the show and the fans in motion page josh's uh the socials are really going well right we got the um, instagram yeah, we got we, are we on twitter x what's uh, called it anymore
1: yeah who knows it's but check watch. us out
0: on spotify and uh apple i just do oh. it on apple Podcasts. that's right. i listen to my podcast oh. and um of course youtube we want you to watch us on that and like and subscribe and comment um one of us will eventually get back to you probably not josh he's he's a little too busy to comment and return messages i
1: I reply more than anybody
2: (laughs) if you want a limited edition thumbs up josh will give you
1: one dude yeah yeah and if you send me a paragraph or more just stand by i will get to you
0: getting josh's good graces you'll get a fucker paper towel sent to you
2: oh i don't know that's
1: um
0: i got one of those too i mean i didn't uh you i didn't, didn't want
1: to you didn't get the fold i don't think
0: no but josh just shoved it as happy birthday fucker i didn't get and, the uh
2: and it's almost even it's almost because even i got fold. i can show you here hold on so josh, I, sent,
1: I know josh
0: sent me this uh which is awesome uh but he also sent me um is it, my... it open no the
2: op- oh you kept it sealed huh <laughs>
0: Well, I don't have a, I don't have a record player. No, no. I'm talking about him. Uh, if
2: I, if he opened it and played and said so I'm going to get something in my open.
0: Concert. But uh, yeah, I mean, the contrary is I know Josh puts on this uh, facade of how he's just as hard ass, but he's he's kind of a softy. Uh, he even sent. Uh, well, he also sent me a uh, uh, my my better half is a huge Pearl Jam Eddie better fan. And uh, and by by default, I am def- what too, uh the Earthlings. Album, which is pretty cool because uh, neither one of us had that, so she was pretty excited to see it. So, <laughs> well,
1: I figured you know, I gotta keep her happy to you know, keep you on the podcast, so.
0: absolutely. Yeah, and and I uh, totally on that topic, I, I met one of the earthlings out in the, in uh, Texas. Texas, I bumped into Josh Klinghofer who was uh, uh, he replaced Prashante in the um, Chili Peppers, and then he uh, is in the earthlings with Eddie Vetter. And he also is a touring member of Pearl
1: Jam. That's been your
0: Pearl Jam talk. This is called, this is called release.
1: I'm already regretting (laughs) getting that record. (laughs) That's all
0: I'll mention of it. But uh, yeah, yeah. Thanks, Josh. You are a,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. You're a
0: good man among common men as they would say.
1: Well, I will do the work that they won't. Anyways, thanks for tuning in. (laughs) You may or may not hear from us again. Who knows? We will keep you on your toes. Later, Later.